Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Ben Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Stephen Larson, taped live at Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Give us a follow there and also found wherever audio podcasts can be found. We also have our exclusive bonus content. If you enjoy Going In Raw, we've got a whole slew of programming over at Friendo Club TV, and you can get there three ways. Number one, via the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. $5 a month gets you Friendo Club TV access. That's five bonus episodes every single week, including Vintage 10 for the win. Uh, you can also get there by throwing us a sub over on the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. And, of course, by clicking the Join button on YouTube, become a channel member. You get access to emotes during our live pay-per-view reactions there. So, uh, yeah, we got a lot of good stuff today. We power-ranked. Pow, pow, power ranked. Power ranked. Uh, I think it was five things. So we, when we power rank, man, we give you a lot. We give you do five and I do five. Larson does yeah, five. Yeah, it's ten in total. It's ten, ten in total. total. Uh, we power rank today uh, changes that we'd see on Monday Night Raw now that Paul Heyman's out. And in fact, Larson, I believe we did in fact see a couple of those uh, tonight. But before we get started, there was some news coming from... Uh, did Pro Wrestling Sheet? Uh, uh, actually, WWE issued a statement. This is oh, there was okay. Medical director. Oh, I found this on Twitter at least. So hopefully it's legitimate. No, yeah, uh, no. It's Pro Wrestling Sheet has the story. That's why I thought I, I saw it from them gotcha. first. But it, yeah, it does right, look like they released it. it yeah. Story, yeah. So this is what uh, the statement read: "Quote a developmental talent who was last on site at WWE's training facility on Tuesday, June 9th, So that's a week from tomorrow. Uh, has tested positive." For COVID-19, since that time, no other individuals that attended the facility have reported symptoms. However, out of an abundance of caution uh, and to ensure the health and safety of the company performers and staff, all talent, production crew, and employees on site at the training production facilities will be tested for COVID-19 immediately. Following the test results, W plans to proceed with its normal television production schedule. Wouldn't that be hilarious? It would not be hilarious. It would not be shocking if... If like eighty percent of the people tested positive, <laughs> given their they seemingly have been so lax on that particular aspect of yeah, 
like like my understanding is uh they uh still don't test people at you know like when they show up at the venue i mean we've been hearing that aew people arrive at the venue for the show they get tested mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like a real test that's yeah. the understanding i've been operating under uh but wb they'll check your temperature uh, ask you hey do you have symptoms no go inside you know that seems to be the extent of it even yeah. just recently triple h says something like uh, until the test gets better uh or when the test get, gets better then we'll start doing it yeah effectively is what he said yeah so yeah he's, he really dodged that question um he did and then so tonight we saw the usual performance center recruits nxt superstars in the audience but then we saw some people we didn't recognize and again on twitter i saw there were actually fans in attendance for tonight's raw there was like somebody's dad was there it looked like it <laughs> and if you got one performance center recruit tested positive uh Florida is like one of the states that was real quick to kind of reopen. I think they're about to go into phase two, is my understanding. They're only in phase. Well, okay, their phases are different than our phases. Then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, phase two is to back to two. normal, I guess. <laughs> well, phase two is when they're going to open up like sporting venues, and I don't think they've done that quite yet. But not that to fans, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was going to be 25% capacity, I think. 25%? I think so. Oh dear. Um, so, uh, so apparently WB's jumped the gun on that. They got people there, um, and when you introduce more people, mm-hmm. the likelihood of someone carrying COVID getting in that building is going up. Especially if you're not testing people at the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a lot of it's, it's it, none of it's good, man. None of it's good. No. And so... you got Ric Flair on the show tonight. He's up there in years. He had he just had health trouble, like serious health problems, a couple of years ago. You know, it's it just I don't know. This seems bad. This seems bad. Yeah. Well, trying develop- to find out when was raw was tonight's raw taped. Was it taped today? Or was it? Taped it was last today. Week? It was today. Yeah. Yep. So developing story. They think it's just gonna go away. It ain't going away. No. <laughs> it's not going away. Real life does not operate. In news cycles, news cycles operate in news cycles. <laughs> Real life, you can have many things happening at the same time, and it will, it doesn't just go away. So, no. anyways, this isn't de- just going to go away. Developing story. We'll keep an eye on this one. Uh, it should be hopefully, hopefully, fate will protect fools, Larson. But we'll see. Anyways, uh, anyways, I talked about the show at hand. Uh, there was a raw tonight. Yeah, so I sort of mentioned uh, that you know one one of the power rank things that uh, uh, that we had both mentioned, I think, and seemed kind of obvious from a lot of people uh, that were talking about this was one of the main uh, sort of issues that led to Paul Heyman's departure from WWE Creative was his desire to push younger talent and uh, and and you know uh, evidently uh, USA. We talked about this on News Brief today. USA was made aware that hey. We're going to be in a rebuilding phase. We're going to be pushing new stars. Uh, well, McMahon, apparently Vince uh, doesn't didn't really see the value in that. And he wanted to rely on on, you know, more established names. Uh, we to a degree. We saw that tonight. Obviously, uh, Christian had uh, what I guess you could consider a match um, of some oh, sort right. tonight. Um, and uh, and so that was a big, huge surprise. I mean, I know Russell votes earlier 
tweeted out that there was uh, some sort of surprise, and so it, it didn't take. And they mentioned that like, Christian's theme song, so it didn't take uh, much to figure out. Okay, something's going to happen there. Um, mm-hmm. So they ran an angle where Edge has sort of resumed his legend killer role um, after his greatest match ever or, against or- Edge. I'm sorry, what did I say? You said Edge. Oh, Randy Orton. Edge is gone. He's yeah, yeah he's out for ages. They confirmed he has a torn tricep. In fact, they uh, Tom Phillips mentioned it as Orton was coming out, and they just lingered on a shot of somebody's arm cut open during surgery with no voiceover <laughs> over it. You just had to sit there and and and, and set it. <laughs> somebody's arm just got cut open there in the OR, and one would assume. This is some sort of stock footage. It's this uh, stock photo that they got from uh, some stock photo outlet. Yeah, that was Edge's arm. That was that was getting the triceps reattached to the boat. I really wish. I really wish there was like an eye stock watermark over it. Like they just got it from Google. Like those fools, funny. those yokels know how to get stock footage. Um, they just go to Google, man. Anyways, just, like usually there's there's talking over it, but there was like good three, like five ten seconds. No talking, just the yeah. photo. Weird. They're so weird. Um, <laughs> the greatest, the greatest surgery picture ever. Um, so. <laughs> MJ Cray, MJ Cray here in chat says, "No warning. I was eating an Impossible Whopper." <laughs> oh, that sucks, man. That sucks. Um, so, anyways, uh, there. They, I mean. You could say that, I mean, a lot of the young talent that was there before, uh, we still saw tonight. I was, I thought it was rad that Apollo Crews apparently is maybe is open at least to taking. I, I hope, I here's the thing. I hope we're not in the midst of an Apollo Crews heel turn. I hope that what we saw tonight was a new era of babyface where if they're going up against a guy who's fine cheating, then the babyface not being a pushover is okay doing the same thing. I would be okay with that. And I loved his celebration at the end. I, I just need, I need somebody with dimension, not always yep. a smiling baby face. And if we get that from Apollo Crews, I'll be happy. Chances yep. are we're going to get some sort of heel turn though, because it's WWE. They don't really do. Complex. Yeah, no, they can't again. And Bruce Pritchard's in charge. So you got to be on <laughs> yeah. one side of that heel face spectrum. You can't be somewhere in the middle. Right. Uh, but I think, you know, obviously one of the more glaring omissions was probably cause they didn't, they never like wrote him off or anything was Alistair black. Uh, he wasn't on TV tonight. Uh, Angel Garza still had a prominent role. Uh, mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy. Andrade played. was involved. Andrade was heavily involved tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Zelina Vega was though, still really. heavily involved. Well, no, Buddy and Theory were out there briefly. They were out there very briefly, but I mean, they have never really been ever since they became hench. I mean, Theory's been a henchman his entire time. He's super young. Uh, mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy, you know, we're, we're both big fans of his, but ever since he joined Seth, he has not been more than a henchman. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, there wasn't the, the the biggest the biggest omission I think was probably Alistair Black. Um, but, but uh, one week, one week off TV is not enough to to. So one thing you know, you mentioned there was maybe a, fo- a change of focus from up and coming stars to established ones. But in terms of the stories they have been telling on Raw the last few weeks, there was no massive detours. Everything from the storyline perspective, more or less, uh, 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 was staying in line with what they were doing prior. Like they didn't do any abrupt changes. There was no uh, storylines that just stopped suddenly without a mention. You know, everything more or less continued as had been set up previously. Seemed mm-hmm. like it. Uh, I, I thought the pace of the show felt brisker. I don't know. Whenever there's a creative changeover, 
there's always an injection of this sort of non-tangible energy, I guess. You know, like there seems to be a pep in, a pep in the show's step, if you will. And I sort of felt that tonight. I mean, as much as you could with, you know, an empty arena. Well, an emptier arena, whatever. Um, so I kind of felt that. I never know. I never know if it's just if it's me or the actual show. Sometimes I just think like, hey, if I'm having a decent day and I'm well rested, then Ross. I thought you mentioned be- on Twitter that you got he had some good tacos, so that could help. Yeah, yeah. I made yeah, I, I did some I put some chicken in the uh in the instant pot and then I made some chicken tacos out of it. Yum. Uh so uh so I mean that might have been I don't know what was your perception on Raw tonight? It was all right. I mean yeah. again I, you know for for better or worse I felt like it was by and large continuation of what had been going on mm-hmm. uh most weeks. It's hard to really tell if Raw is, has a really good pace considering it's still 3 hours and 3 hours is still kind of a slog to get through. Mm-hmm. Um that's a lot of wrestling when it's you know broken up by commercials and and uh, a lot of the a lot of times stories are you know when you're sitting there for stories just being set up, it's not a whole lot of payoff. Mm-hmm. You don't get those cathartic moments on Raw really anymore. Those yeah. shocking moments, it really doesn't happen. So sometimes Raw, even if it's paced relatively well and it's it's enjoyable, it can still be a bit of a slog because at no point are you going to be like flabbergasted or you're not going to have a transcendent moment for the most case on on your weekly WWE television. This doesn't happen anymore. I will say this. I will say this. I, I, I enjoyed quite a bit of what I saw, but nothing more than Randy Orton Christian stuff. Um, I thought that was actually, I, I, the end, I Randy, was, Randy's doing the best work of his career right now. He, uh, he is, he seriously is hands down. He seriously is. Now he's going to be in the thumbnail tonight. Him and Christian are going to be in the thumbnail tonight. So let's talk about them. Um, I really, really love this bit. Uh, I thought it was super effective. Um, like you said, Randy's doing his best work. He uh, punted Christian tonight in the main event segment, uh, mm-hmm. which was supposed to be an unsanctioned match. So early in the show, or the, to open the show, uh, Randy uh, Christian confronted Randy because Randy was going on about Edge. He was dropping a promo saying, you know, hey, in nine years when you come back, uh, maybe we'll, our, our paths will cross again. Uh, and so Christian comes out to defend his honor. Uh, Randy goads him into an unsanctioned match. Christian eventually makes up his mind is like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, and then he comes out, Flair tries to, you know, stop it from happening. And then as soon as Christian says, go away, Flair, uh, Flair, his true intentions revealed evolution, stable mate, bang, low blow. And Randy Orton player in the game. Yeah. Randy Orton punts the shit out of Christian's head. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, and has like the, just the, the creepiest Dexter Loomis esque pin, on Christian, he sort of cradles him. Uh, see, I didn't, I didn't read it as creepy. I read it as, as Remorseful. he was trying to take care of him. Yeah, yeah, because in the post match, uh, kind of a, a bit, Randy was vacillating between being uh, incredibly apologetic to Christian for having to do that for him, but at the same time laying the blame for everything that did just happen to Christian on Christian's feet. For yeah, daring to step up to Orton, and so. I, I still define really that like, as a bit on the creepy side. I mean, if somebody does yeah, that, you could say life, that dude, because it's it's it's, it's it's you know an opposite ends of a, 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 a you know two extremes. I get that, but um, the actual pin, it felt like he was taking very great care. Yeah. To not injure him further, potentially. Yeah, I think I think you're absolutely right about that. I think that was the intention. I didn't uh, think there was any sinister motivations behind how he pinned him. I thought he was like, oh. Okay, I did that. I did what I felt I had to do. 
Now let's make sure he's all right. Yeah, and he was even like telling the MTs, "Hey, take care of him." No, it was yeah. it was a great moment. It really was, dude. Uh, Randy Orton is is totally doing amazing work. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no, I mean, look, we're still two months away, over two months away, maybe from SummerSlam, depending on when they decide to have it. Uh, mm-hmm. They might push it to three months. I don't know, mm-hmm. like to September. Um, at this point, man, I'd rather have Drew versus Randy uh, in the main event of SummerSlam mm-hmm. over Drew versus the obvious choice, Brock Lesnar. Um, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Where do you see Randy going after this? Where do you want to see Randy go after this? I mean, if he can keep on doing work at this high level, heck yeah, man. Yeah. And you know, the, the uh, thing is, here, here's the thing. His work is so good. This would be the problem. This would be the problem. His work is so good right now. That crowd would be, if if they did it, if they somehow were able to get it, which apparently in Florida you could do anything now. Um, if they get SummerSlam in front of fans, mm-hmm. that crowd would be torn because Randy is so damn good. Uh, I'll say this: we have, there's still time to develop that story if that's the way they're going to go. Uh, Drew is no slouch on the mic. Drew's great. He was great tonight um, too. Yeah, he was great. So I feel like if, yeah, I understand your point that that Orton's doing such exceptional work right now that it'd be easy for the crowd to get behind him because of that. Drew can match Randy word for word in that microphone. Um, so I, I don't sure. feel like yeah. Drew's going to be in a position where the crowd's going to turn in Randy's favor. Um, yeah, Drew's it was just that damn good, you know, it, especially it be, now with yeah. the fans not having opportunity to cheer for Drew yeah. since he's won the title. Whenever that's going to happen. Uh, that pop he's gonna get when he first comes out, I feel like it's gonna be pretty huge. It would be a much bigger split than say if it was face Seth or Roman Reigns. If it was oh, yeah. either of those two guys, Randy would be getting the vast majority of the pop. But I feel like it'd be it'd be like a sixty forty, even a like like a sixty forty yeah. on Drew's favor if if that was the case. Yeah, um, I mean Randy's always gonna get the legacy pop. People res- you know respect his career, respect his work. He's gonna get a he always gets a pop. Yeah, when he was sticking screwdrivers in uh, in uh, Jeff Hardy's ear, he was still getting a pop. It's because people just like cool stuff. But Drew does yeah. a lot of cool stuff. I know. Um, he tonight he was really cool too. Night by night says, "Why is Brock the obvious choice? Has that been reported or speculating? Brock's been the main event of every SummerSlam for the past eight years, something like that. Since like twenty twelve, five years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Since um, wrestling was created. Since, yeah, exactly. Since the early days. Since the old timey days. Uh, so, uh, yeah, let's hop into the show. Like I said, Randy Orton, uh, or, well, you know, after we got past um, uh, surgery repair shots. Uh, oh, I don't even have my notes up. But anyways, Randy Orton's oh. promo opened the show tonight. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, so yeah, the uh, Randy Orton uh, thing uh, started off the show, uh, and uh, Tom Phillips, of course, uh, like you said earlier, confirmed that Edge tore his tricep. So Randy incorporated that into his uh, promo. He mentioned uh, writing Edge's final chapter in his redemption story uh, and gave him closure. He knew that Edge wasn't going to be the competitor he used to be. He just needed to show him. 
Uh, he won the greatest match, so he's the greatest wrestler ever. And he doesn't need a title to prove it, uh, but what he does need is to thank Edge because he said this was great. This is when I was like, I know he's just literally just said I don't need a title. He just said that, but then he started talking about reigniting that fire in his gut, and that fire only burns. He doesn't want a title. He wants to destroy other legends. Yeah, but the, the problem is with that man, there are no other legends out. Like who else is he gonna destroy? I mean, he could retire Undertaker. That'd be pretty huge. That'd be pretty big. That'd be pretty big. The last uh, retire Undertaker, retire Brock, uh, Goldberg, I guess. Um, those are three names that come to mind. Yeah, yeah. They're they're few and far between these days. I mean, they could always bring in people like Booker T. Triple H, retire Triple H officially. Retire him as an entering competitor officially. Oh, that'd be good. What about Sid? All right, good. Oh, Big Show. That's a good one. Big Show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he made an appearance tonight. That's good. Uh, yeah, he talked about uh, Edge tearing his tricep, and he says, I could have finished the match right then and there, but I wanted you to suffer, so you'd have to go back home. Um, he says, you're not here, not because of that, or not because I kicked you in the head with a punt, because you're on an operating table somewhere. Mm-hmm. And he says, Edge, I hear you're going to be cleared July. And I was like, I was sitting there like, whoa, wait, July what? Huh? And then he pulled he pulled the Citizen Kane of twenty nineteen or twenty twenty nine. Of twenty twenty nine. He's like hopefully our paths cross again. Hmm. hmm. This brings out Christian. Uh Christian's like, hey Randy, you're cold, calculating calculating you're son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. If he thinks Edge's career is over, you got another thing coming. You're wrong. And Randy's like Oh, he, sorry, Christian says, you don't get a say in how Edge's story ends. Only he can do that. He'll get closure on his terms. And, and Randy at this point is like incredulous. Why are you here? Why would you come out to interrupt me? It's not about you, Christian. Uh, you're just jealous of Edge. But Randy says, I know what you want. I know what you want, Christian. You want one more match. And Christian's like, absolutely not. No way. I'm just out here to defend my friend. And he's like, no, you're like Edge. You're upset that your career got taken from you, um, and 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 you know I got you know I got a way to work around the fact that you're not medically cleared, an unsanctioned match. You know, since it's not sanctioned, it's like a hold harmless type situation. Yes, uh, WWE is not liable for any uh, injuries that may occur during the course of the match. And so Randy's leaving the ring, and he's like, but here's the thing: it's an offer that expires at the end of the night, and if you don't accept it. Just goes to show what everybody knows already. You're a coward. And then Man, if I ever get punted by Randy Orton in the greatest wrestling match ever to Larson, don't do not do that. Don't come out and defend my honor. Yeah, it's not my business. Don't do that. It's none of your business. Christian looked like an what idiot. Business? He looked like an idiot tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's look, he looked like an idiot. He should still be in the Hall of Fame, though. He looked like a bigger idiot when he got his head punted. And his dick crushed by Ric Flair. Yeah, it was a bad move on Christian's part. He just should have went home. Uh, should have stayed home. He should have stayed home. Just watch it on TV. Yeah. You know what? Vote with your dollars. Just watch AEW, Christian. There you uh, go. Or show up on AEW. You can be Christian Cage there. Uh, after that, Angel Garza and Zelina Vega had an interview. Charlie asks uh, if Garza cost... Andrade, the U.S. US title, title. Yeah. the U.S. title, uh, and Vega was like, nobody costs anybody anything, and Garza was like, 
hold on, I'll, I'll take don't you know I'll I'll take care of this. He says with loving eyes towards Charlie because he wants to smash. He says if you care about something, you must let it go. He feels for Andrade. Uh, they both feel for Kevin Owens because Garza is going to beat Owens. Uh, Garza asks if Charlie will want to do a post-match live sex show slash interview after he wins. And then Andrade walks in looking oh, like a Lothario. Yeah, He's that, got suit that suit was suit on. amazing. Uh, he wishes Garza good luck. Uh, but if he loses, he hopes he gets over his disappointment because earlier Garza was saying, yeah, Andrade's really disappointed. Yeah. Uh, that kicked off uh, Kevin Owens versus Angel Garza. And what an absolute disaster that particular faction is. All the infighting. Ever since they stepped up to Drew after Mania, it's been all downhill. That's a disaster, yeah, for sure. All downhill. So uh, due to Andrade getting on the apron, distracting the ref, uh, Kevin Owens got the win after a stunner. Um, Before that, however, uh, Garza gets sent out of the ring and Andrade is going to check on him. And then somehow an argument ensues. Mm-hmm. They're arguing with each other. Zelina comes over to try to intervene. They kind of, you know, like brush her off. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I've had enough. I'm done. She goes backstage. So after the match is over, Andrade gets to the ring. He and Garza start arguing. Zelina comes back to the ring, tells them enough, says they both want the same thing. So stop fighting against each other. Start fighting together. And knowing they just got lectured, they both just kind of like, all right, heads down. Yeah. Leave the ring. Nobody and likes Garza's like Garza's like saying to Vega, Do you see what happened over there? He was still trying to plead his case. Yeah. You gotta just you take the L there, man. You mm-hmm. know? Like you're not gonna convince her. You either take the L or you just make it clear that you won't be involved in this faction anymore. Those are your two options. Women can't be convinced of anything, man. Uh after that we had a Drew Lashley recap. I was gonna try to transition that to uh to a Lana thing. <laughs> Instead, I just look like an asshole. Uh, MVP and Lashley were backstage. Uh, MVP tells Lashley that he's going to get Lashley everything he's promised. Uh, we're assuming he means the title thing. Uh, yeah. Sarah uh, Schreiber, I think, is her last Oh, is that right? Sarah Schreiber? Is that McKenzie? That was yeah. Sarah. Okay. Yeah. Mackenzie's on N- Is McKenzie on NXT? Yes. Okay. Anyway, Sarah approaches asking for an interview. MVP <laughs> says, do we look like we're talking on the record? MVP! There's a cameraman standing right in front of you guys. So your secret meeting about business is being broadcast to about one and a half million people. Well, it's first hour, so maybe 1.8. <laughs> so anyways, she uh, actually persists and says, uh, dude, everybody's talking about what happened last night with Lana and uh, and Lashley. I mean, because Lashley's like, look, we're trying to have a strategic meeting. And the MVP's like, look. We're going to address uh, the, the loss of Backlash. We're going to do it right now. So after that. That's we what had, happened next. Yeah, MVP yeah. and Lashley come down the ring. Uh, MVP says Lashley had his night ruined. And Drew capitalized on his misfortune. And MVP directly blames Lana for the loss. And says, Drew, uh, if you're any sort of champion, should have give, given Lashley a rematch on the spot. But he didn't. Lana comes down the ring. She says, you know, hey, it was Bobby's idea that I was banished from ringside. And uh, everybody knows that uh, she would never do anything to hurt her Bobby. Uh, everything that's, that good came to Bobby when she came into his life. And she says that uh, things went south once MVP 
came into the picture. She says MVP is the problem. Lashley grabs a mic. He blames Lana for the loss. Uh, says he could have beaten uh, the lesser man, Drew, to become champion. Uh, says he's tired of her posting stuff about their sex life on social media. Uh, she's more fam- focused on being famous. And she says, if that's the case, then I'd have sex with, sex with someone more famous than you, Yeesh. like Drew. Whoa. And then Lashley says, I want a divorce. Oh, wow. Uh, so Drew actually had a response to that. Uh, on Twitter, and he had this to say. Oh, come on, load up. He says, first of all, I'm married. Second, I'd rather crawl through a mile of sewage with open wounds than entertain the thought of you. Stay in your lane. Uh, But then, oddly, he follows that up by saying, P.S., I'm about to slide in your DMs. Don't tell my wife. So, I want to see that happen. Um... So anyways, yeah, Joe especially had some great lines here when Lashley said he wanted a divorce. Something like, man, she's really building herself a roster there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. He said, he said, he said, uh, he was impressed that Lana said two divorces in eight months. Oh, he's Joe's the, Joe's the best. He's pretty damn good. Uh, uh, next we have. Oh, oh, hold on. <laughs> yeah, we forgot. The MVP called Lana a thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man, people in chat here are trying to remind us that they're all being censored by the bot. Oh, no. Oh, that's too, that, well, that was too fun. I don't know what's funnier, him calling Lana a thought or uh, 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 Big E calling Baron a trick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's all so funny. Uh, After that, funny. we uh, had a recap package of the street for the, the, the Viking prophets, um, which led to yeah, an interview. And, a, and they had an interview, and they're asked, the end for this rivalry planned and they talk about joining together to fight face a common enemy uh viking prophets uh dawkins thinking about uh, a cinematic universe and tozawa and his crew step in he asked for a sequel uh, dawkins says there's not going to be a sequel but they'll throw down anytime akira waves over the giant dude mm-hmm. uh he starts laughing a bunch and then rose like i want a piece of tall dude and everybody else holds him back uh, so Tazawa and his crew leave, and I think it was Ray Rose. Like, so what are we going to do? There's a discussion about what they're going to do, and, and Montez says, "I have an idea." What is the point of all this? How is this enhancing the tag division? That's what I want to know. Who are you freaking the revival? It's funny stuff. It's got the ninjas in it, and the t- really tall ninja, and then the Big Show showed up. I don't know, man. Again, what's I don't the point know. of it. I don't know. What's the point? Entertainment. It's entertainment. Uh, it's not even really entertaining, though. Well, teach their own. I, don't no, know. I know it's a subjective thing, but I watch yeah. this. I'm like, eh, it's, yeah. it's occasionally got a, a couple laughs, but I just don't understand what the point of this is. How is this going to pay off? Uh, Vince likes it. What do you want? You know, pay off. It's not going to pay off, man. Oh, wait, don't they have a match next week? Uh, Street Profits and Viking Raiders do. Yeah, they have a match next week. Yeah, but I'm sure Tazawa and, and his and his uh, his crew are going to get involved in that or something. Well, Tazawa's on TV, so that's good. Because that was yeah. got some TV time. He's got something to do. Vince will probably yeah. think the ninjas thing is hilarious, and he'll use them, and and you know it'll just be gr- beat down into the until ground. he thinks of something else that he, that entertains him for the moment, and they'll run off with that and forget about everything else. Can't so, always uh, be gold, man. It can't always be gold. So next we had an eight man tag match to get the Viking Profits taking on uh, Tazawa, 
and uh, three ninjas, mm-hmm. uh, as expected. Viking prophets uh, destroy him. Um, uh, Ford and Hanson hit uh, stereo splashes. Montez with an incredible frog splash. The height that he gets on that is next level. It's oh insane. my god! Because it, I love how they did this because you got both of them doing it at the same time, and and Hanson for especially being as big as he is, he can get some air. But mm-hmm. oh my god, Montez! They have to keep on pulling the 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 camera back further and further to capture how far up he gets. I know it's crazy. So, so Tazawa waves in the the giant dude. Um, I don't. His first name's Jordan. Yeah, I didn't know how to pronounce his last name. I saw it and I was like, oh, I don't know how to pronounce that. So uh, the Viking prophets they huddle up. Oh, here we go. Uh, then, night by night has it. Jordan. Uh, Om, uh, Omagbehin. Omagbehin. So hopefully I got that right. So my camera froze. That's a great face you're making right now. I really just wish you'd leave it like that. Well, it, it, oh, it's the same it, one as that one. Kind of. That's great. Uh, so I believe Montez says they want the show instead of they want the smoke. That brings out Will. Big show. Will. Uh, a bunch of ninjas try to attack him. He fends them off. Uh, we didn't even get a stare down between him and the and the super tall guy, Jordan. Yeah, I really wanted the the the, the stare down. That really should have been a thing. If you have that guy out there, you got to use him. Don't just yeah, have man. him stand there. Have him face off against Big Show. Well, yeah. after that, we had a Seth Rollins interview. Uh, his reaction. Oh yeah, it was like the interview was. Just, I thought it was a was this a promo or was he actually being it happened later? It happened later. Oh, his promo was later. Oh, there it is. Okay, so yeah, he had an interview. So they asked him, "Hey, so you know, Dominic uh, said he Walter was going to be on Raw tonight." Seth said uh, he hasn't seen him, but uh, he's here against his father's wishes. Right now, because, you know, Ray Mysterio, like, posted up his entire text conversation on Twitter earlier. Right now, he's going to the ring. He's going to go to the ring to deliver a message to Ray. But first, we had Christian backstage on his phone. I don't know who he's talking to. Probably somebody who's telling him, just don't do this. This is a bad idea. Just run now. Run away. Uh, he said he knows the risks involved with doing another match. Uh, he doesn't know what he's going to do. He doesn't think he can let Randy get away with this. Yeah. Uh, before we continue, going back to our, our discussion earlier show, John Pollock just tweeted a uh, quote from two sources. WB tapings will not be taking place on Tuesday. was told by one they are hoping to resume on Wednesday. So they had uh, Raw and SmackDown taped today. Uh, so oh, they've okay. got SmackDown in the can. Uh, but uh, I think tomorrow they were going to do NXT. Hmm. Recap show. Easy Thursday for us. <laughs> so after that Christian phone conversation, we got a Seth Rollins promo. He talks about inviting Ray last week. Uh, he said, yes, Ray isn't cleared, but Seth just wanted to clear with the air with him, clear up uh, any confusion that may be uh, lingering there. But here's the facts. Ray is a hero. He sacrifices himself for the greater good of Raw. Uh, Ray may have declined the invite. He took the coward's way out. But Dominic has made his way to Raw tonight, and that made Seth very happy. Ray shows up with the Tron, says he didn't know Dominic was going to be on Raw until it was too late. Couldn't stop him, but he knows what Seth is capable of, and so he warns him. Seth interrupts, says, uh, I don't want to hurt Dominic. I want to help him. Uh, I want Ray to encourage Dominic to join me and fight for the greater good. Mm-hmm. And Ray says, Dominic will never join you. 
And Seth says if that's the case, that leaves him with very few options. If Dominic is not part of the solution, he's part of the problem. He must be sacrificed. And Ray's like, if you're fewer your goons touch him, uh, I'll end you, Seth. And Seth says to Ray that Dominic has a choice. Join him or be a sacrifice. And while this is happening, Dominic's sneaking up behind Seth, drops him with the lariat, tosses him in the ring steps. Uh, Buddy and Austin Theory come out, circle the ring. And Dominic does a hell of a job evading them and escaping through the crowd. Dominic was so smooth here. Mm-hmm. Everything looked crisp. Everything looked mm-hmm. good. I do mm-hmm. kind of wish that they had, and this is purely like aesthetics, Instead of wearing a really bright blue SmackDown shirt, which it looked like he was wearing, uh, give him some. Give him like a black shirt, you know, like make him look kind of cooler. Um, that's a silly thing, but it kind of isn't also because if you look goofy in a bright blue shirt, it just sort of throws. Me uh, I think it looks, it, it, you know, he looks less like a wrestler and more or less like a like a dude that's wearing the the, the blue shirt. Uh, I think that's the point. He's not a wrestler. He's raised kid going out and fighting for his dad's honor. Okay, so I didn't say he should be wearing a singlet. I just said a black T-shirt. Yeah, is that what? Why? Why would that signify he's a wrestler, as opposed well, I mean, to a nerdy? Because then you're making a conscious effort to make him look cooler than he might. I mean, that's what he showed up with that day. Whatever he showed up with that day is what he should have wore out there. That's so my point. You're saying he should look nerdy. <laughs> he should just look like Dominic Mysterio looks on a daily basis. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Uh, he looked really fluid, though. I, how cool yeah. would it have been, though, if he gave Seth a six one nine? If Seth was like, you know, if he if he got on his knees, he because comes behind like, Seth mis- instead of Lariat, Poison Rana. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing. Oh, I would have marked out so hard. <laughs> that would be great. It was cool what he did. I really liked this bit. It was cool. I thought it was Lariat, cool. <laughs> Canadian <laughs> Destroyer. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been rad. That's a good point. Hold on. That's a good point. Josh Denby says, you saw what that look did for Christian. <laughs> it didn't do nothing for him. There you go. Give him a WWE. White Brownie says, give him a WWE Performance Center shirt. <laughs> Property of. Oh, uh, man. After that, we had a uh, more of MVP and Lashley backstage. MVP's telling uh, Bob Lashley, you'll be WWE champion. Our truth walks to him. He's like, Bobby, I want to give you my con- condominiums. Like, he couldn't find the right word in MVP at one point to say condolences. And, and Truth's like, no, no, that's not it. I do feel bad for you, Lashley. You went to Claymore country last night. You must be jet-lagged. And then you're getting divorced. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lashley's like, what are, you, what are you doing here, cracking jokes? wonder if you could back that up. And Truth says, can. Got matched later with Drew. And Lashley says, uh, I don't see Drew now. And Truth just goes, Okay. Okay. Then leaves. <laughs> and then takes off. So you have MVP and Lashley looking for truth. Uh, truth is under the. Wait a second. Did I? This is under like one of the rings backstage. So they're backstage looking. Yeah, for I don't know. Still. I don't know if I. Saw oh, okay. This. So truth is under the ring, and he's he. You hear a, like a commotion under the ring. He crawls out, and he says, uh, "The ninjas are trying to get the twenty his baby, the twenty four seven title." Mm-hmm. And that's when Drew steps in. And uh, MVP says, I don't see MVP says, I don't see Drew as a champ. I see him as a pretender. Well, Lashley is still the contender. Mm. So then Drew calls MVP a clown, uh, tells Lashley that MVP is all talk. Uh, MVP says he's gotten Lashley his first title shot in 13 years. MVP wants all the belts on the line tonight's tag match. And Drew's hesitant. And then R Truth pipes in, Yes, bingo, we'll do it. And Drew's like, What? 
you know, I don't, I don't want that to happen. And Lashley says, if you're the chosen one, uh, why are you backing away from a fight? Uh, Drew's like, all right, match is on. Mm-hmm. But man, he has beef with our truth the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did see this next bit. Uh, Liv Morgan uh, and Natalia, fresh off fighting each other on main event last week, took on the Iconics this week. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, Natalia and Liv, you know, echoing their feud, their epic rivalry on main event, uh, had some problems at first, deciding who was going to be in the match first. Natalia tags herself in before Liv can get any action in, but the Iconics take the early advantage. Uh, and they end up hitting their finish on Liv uh, not long after for the win. Uh, they drop a promo. They call out Sasha, Banks, and Bailey, and they hope that they're watching because they say this, what we just did is what happens when we face a tag team one-on-one, not when there's three tag teams in the match, and that's what's going to happen to you. So they're challenging them to a tag title match. Uh Nothing happens. They don't show up. They say, okay, fine, no match tonight. But we know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody uh, that has booked this match for next week, and we beat you at WrestleMania. We're going to beat you again. Yep. More Christian backstage. Well, big well. show. Um, he says, you know, the real reason Andy, or Andy, Randy asked for an unsanctioned match was not to get his hands on you, Christian. It's so he could do anything he wants to you. Mm-hmm. And the uh, show says, you're in a situation where, where either you step back or you step up to Orton. Because if Orton said that to Big Show, well, well, yeah, I'd punch the snark right off his face. Yeah, no, he wouldn't. He'd eat an RKO. Uh, Natalia uh, is just standing around, lurking around. She's frustrated. Oh wait, wasn't wasn't she like <clears throat> talking crap to Liv first? Kind of, yeah. In this, and then Liv stalks off. And she's Sorry, like, actually, I, st- I, I had to step out for a moment, so I caught the end of this. I think she was yelling at Liv first, and then gotcha. Liv yeah, walks away, and so Natalia's like, ugh, ingrates. None of them. I built this division, and they're all so ungrateful, and they're all, uh, they got no respect. And so Lana steps up. She's sulking, and she's like, you think you have a bad? I was supposed to be married to a WWE champion, uh, and she's tired of being blamed for everyone else's shortcomings. Natalia knows how they feel. They stare at each other for a second. So that's a tag team nobody wants. Uh, after that, we had Christian to the ramp, uh, and he's got an interview with Charlie. He's made his decision. He says he's proud of his WWE career for some reason. He's got nothing to prove to Randy or anyone else, but he's not going to be disrespected. Orton wants to give him one more match. Fine. He accepts. He takes off his jacket. He says, I got my black shirt on. I accept. Uh, backstage, Apollo Cruz is warming up. An MVP walks up to him, says, "Hey, I'm proud of you." Uh, Cruz says he's happy to be a fighting champ. MVP says, "Hey, here's the thing, though. You got to be a smart champion rather than a fighting champion because when you're a fighting champ, you're gonna get burned out. You're gonna have uh, fight after fight after fight." He says, "I can help you navigate all that." And Apollo says, "Look, man, if I'm not a fighting champ, I'm not a champ at all. Thanks." But no thanks. And uh, MVP says the only way Cruz is going to keep that U.S. title is with him in his corner. He should know because MVP is one of the longest reigning U.S. champions in history. MVP brought that up, yeah. Yeah. That's why I brought yeah. it up. I didn't know that. <laughs> so uh, at, at, at first, this, this segment backstage made absolutely no sense. And still, I, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. So Rick and Charlotte Flair backstage. And Rick's kind of an awkward way asked, 
hey, what's next for you? And, and Charlotte goes, I, I exactly remember what she says. But like Rick says, something along the lines of, we know sometimes someone, someone just, you know, they, they irritates you. They get under your skin. Mm-hmm. Who are you going after next? And Charlotte just says, I do what I want. She woos in his face and she says, that's why. Yeah. Is, is she going to go after her dad now? That's what I thought. Yeah. She's going to challenge Ric Flair to a match make any sense. at Extreme Rules. Fire me. You can't fire me. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, you know, you know what happened there. Of course, they don't know what she's gonna do next. Exactly. Or they're just they were just waiting for this Oscar Nia Jax thing to to happen. Although I still think that's probably gonna go again to extreme rules. Extreme rules. rules. Yeah, it's going to totally. Next, Apollo Cruz versus Shelton Benjamin. Uh, Shelton got a picture and picture promo. He tells Apollo, "You should have taken MVP's advice because you're not gonna be champion for very long. I can step in the ring with Shelton Benjamin. Uh, I'm gonna win, uh, but nonetheless, you should listen to MVP." I like so, that little promo. I think there's a great new gimmick there for Shelton Benjamin, guy who gives unsolicited advice mm-hmm. and calls everybody partner because he did that mm-hmm. at the end. He said, partner. He did. He did. That's such an old man thing. 
It is. All right. Uh, so MVP is watching the match backstage. Um, uh, finish sees uh, uh, Cruz go for a press slam. Shelton escapes that, rolls him up, gets his feet on the rope. Ref sees it. He's like, get your feet off there. Uh, Shelton argues with the ref a little bit. This allows Paul to roll him up, and he grabs onto the, the middle rope with his arm. They get the extra leverage to get the roll-up win over Shelton Benjamin without the ref seeing it. I loved, Good. I loved Samoa Joe Good. popped so hard at this. It was awesome. I love that. That was cool, man. I just, you know, if if we get whatever variation of cocky Apollo Cruz that we saw briefly in NXT and we've seen flashes every once in a while, I'll be into it, man. I'll be into it. I'm happy about this because it's like, okay, so they're not just setting up Apollo Cruz to be the guy who Heyman liked, was pushing, and then now they're going to take that title back off him. Feels like Apollo Crews might actually have a future, man. I like that. You got that right. Me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we saw R-Truth backstage. Tazawa and the Ninjas walk up to him. Uh, Tazawa says he's after that 24-7 title. Truth says he'll kick Tazawa. Drew walks in. Tazawa and his crew leave. And Drew tells Truth, uh, you're out of order putting both the belts up. Uh, you need to understand the gravity of the situation. They could lose everything. And Truth looks at him and says, I understand. I know what to do. Oh, just digging a bigger off. hole, man. Uh, after that, we had an Oscar Nia Jax uh, uh, recap and uh, an Oscar interview where she was asked, is Nia too dominant for Oscar to handle? Uh, she said she, uh, Nia Jax started this fight. Oscar will finish it. Uh, easy peasy. Uh, Drew is pacing backstage. Truth shows up. And then he says that, hey, I got it fixed. So the only title on the line tonight is yours. And then he's like, what the fuck? What? Why would you do yeah, that? that was and uh, great. Truth's like, dude, just believe in me, man. I need somebody to believe in me. I know what it's like to lose a title. And I want Drew to trust him. So we'll see how that plays out a little bit later. But first, the Viking Prophets and the Big Show are backstage. And uh, he's all in, man. He wants to be a Viking Prophet. But uh, he's also like, hey, uh, so this... Uh, I could. Oh, they start. They start talking about. Uh, hey, how are we going to settle this? Anything I can do, you can do. We could do better thing. And then they suggest. Hanson uh, uh, <laughs> says carpool karaoke. <laughs> no, hold on. But before that, they say uh, chariot race. <laughs> and then Hanson says carpool karaoke, and Show says, "Don't do that ever again." And he's like, "Look, have a tag team title match." The winner is the best. So we'll see how that goes down. Yeah, of course, uh, the, the, the Street Profits never defeated the Viking Raiders in a wrestling bout. Mm-hmm, yeah. So the Street Profits, if that match actually has a finish, the Street Profits are going to win that. Uh, in the end, on this match. They, might, they might hot potato that title, man. Given, oh, given what they've been doing over the past couple like months now, they might have. Oh, they'll have months of non finishes, and then they'll then they'll have the actual clean win. That could be. That could be too. That could be too. Uh, next, we had Lashley and MVP taking on Truth and Drew. Uh, I missed a chunk of this. I read what the finish was, but anything that you wanna you wanna fill me in on? No, I like that. You know, the, the main story was Truth trying to get Drew to believe in him, so he was trying to take on the brunt of the match. Uh, mm-hmm. And in return, when uh, finally. Uh, uh, Drew had MVP set up for the Claymore. He drops him with it. And then uh, he uh, then tags in Truth to get the final pin. Uh, oh. I thought it was cool. It was a little, cool little bit of storytelling there. Cool. 
Next, we had a Sasha Bailey promo. They're in the mood to celebrate after winning the successfully retaining the tag titles last night. Bailey says, "It's my birthday. It's going to be a whole birthday celebration week. It starts tonight. They have a title defense against uh, Tegan Knox and Shotzi on Wednesday's NXT, and then they finish the week strong on Friday." Sasha tells the Iconics, uh, "They don't tell them when or where they defend the titles. That brings out the Iconics." And Bailey goes on about, regardless of what the teams, how many of them they have to face. Uh, her and Sasha will always win. And the Iconics bring up beating them at last year's Mania. Uh, and then how they each had meltdowns. Of course, that was rumored. Um, they couldn't handle the pressure then. Can't handle the pressure now. Sasha's like, what do you know about handling pressure? Slap! Oh, my God. Her. That was great. The Iconics were so good tonight. They were good. And Bailey, rather than stepping up and throwing hands... She gets mad. It's like, you ruined my day. It's my birthday. You ruined it. I accept your challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah. I, I love everybody in this, man. Every, they're all doing such good work, and I'm mm-hmm. so glad the Iconics are back on TV. Same. Same. Uh, so, yeah, next week we're going to get that title match. But, of course, of course, come on. This could be against Shotzi and, uh, and Tegan Knox. Yeah. Yeah. Theoretically. Could be. Theoretically. Could be. That match might not actually happen because. I know. People are testing positive all over the place now. Apparently, uh, Sarah J here in chat uh, said Sean Ross Sapp just reported talent weren't notified of the positive COVID. Does he really say that? Yeah. Until the, he said they until found the out when news found broke out. to the public. Yeah. Gee whiz, man. Next, we had uh, Oscar versus Nia Jax. Uh, this had a, a interesting finish as well, but I actually kind of enjoyed this one. So the finish saw Nia hit a headbutt, Samoa drop, she covers Asuka. Asuka gets her foot on the bottom rope. Nia gets up and yells at referee John Cone to do his job, mm-hmm. and then she shoves him. Yeah, put your hands on the referee. No, so, you can't do that. So he's about to DQ her. He's like over the towards the timekeeper in the ring, like pointing, saying, "I'm about you know such I'm about to DQ her." Oscar rolls up Nia. And John Cohen takes a beat. Realizes <laughs> going on. I was like, "All right." He goes and does a fast count. Oscar gets the win. That was great. I really liked it. I thought that was really good. Uh, after that, we had uh, Randy Orton Randy interview. Orton. Yes. Uh, he's like, "I think Christian is a legend too." Oh, he's like, "Hey, Charlie, let me ask you a question." So, anyways, he's talking about Christian being a legend. Uh, asks her what an unsanctioned match means. No rules. In a few short minutes, the legend of Christian will be destroyed by the three most destructive letters in sports entertainment. P-U-N-T. Uh, next week, he didn't actually, he said RKO. Uh, and then it was announced next week, uh, we're getting Sasha Billy versus the Iconics and the Street Profits versus Viking Raiders for the tag titles. And then we had our main event segment, which was Christian versus Randy Orton. We sort of talked about this already. So uh, Ric Flair comes to the ring, grabs the mic from Mike Rome, Tells Christian, uh, who, by the way, looked gas as, as soon as he got to the ramp. Uh, he said, no, he talks to Edge. Christian doesn't need to prove this to anybody. Christian pushes him aside, says he has to do this. The bell rings. Low blow from Flair. Orton follows with a punt. And then, like you said earlier, he sort of very gently covers Christian you know, he's sort of looking at him, and he he's he's doing the thing where he's like, you know, I did this, but I'm not happy about it. But he did this, and it's his fault. But I did, you know, it's all the weird. I feel conflict. bad that I did it, but it's your fault that I yeah. had to do this. 
essentially he feels bad that he had to do it, but he blames Christian for putting himself in the position where he felt like he had to do it. At the end, he says, you put me in a position where it was my career, my livelihood against yours. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Christian, you're going to lose that. Yeah, I feel bad about it. I'm sorry I had to do this to you, but you put me in a position where I felt like I had to do it. Your fault, but I still feel bad about it. That was seemingly Randy's motivation, but it was so good. So good. I love that Orton. Orton just is, is deciding all of a sudden to become MVP of 2020. Yep. I know. All right. Let's answer some questions. I'm going to hit the Patreon for some questions. There's some good questions here in the Twitch chat, though. So if you want to handle Very well. Those. Very well. If I can maneuver my way through Patreon. Wow. Uh, view. Uh, here we go uh, Alex Foster am I the only one who thinks that Andrade and Garza are going to drop Zelina and continue to make their own faction I mean I guess anything's possible with all this but I kind of feel like we're more headed towards a Zelina Andrade thing and then they're going to maybe turn Garza face Mm-hmm. That's my that's, that's my that would seem to make the most sense instinct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rand Wildman. So Shotzi and Tegan definitely aren't winning on NXT, huh? Oh, they never were. They never oh. were. But it would be nice, man. Wouldn't it be nice if they showed up to say, "Hey, we exist. We have a shot." Like you could be like, "Come on, man. It's supposed to be a shared universe. Give me a break." Yeah. No. At least they, I mean, uh, Bailey mentioned they had a title defense on yeah. NXT. Yeah. I'm actually kind of shocked that they uh, actually even mentioned it. Yeah, I know. I know. And then when they showed the graphic for what's going on next week, they did say right now is a scheduled match, but if Shotzi and Tegan were to win on NXT, they'd be taking on the Iconics. They did yeah, mention. I know. Uh, Die Hard Homer, what do you think Vince honestly feels is the greatest match ever? Hogan Andre at WrestleMania 3. WrestleMania say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe Hogan Rock. But probably Hogan Andre. I think it's probably Hogan Andre. Uh, yeah. Brett Harrington. How good would it be for Apollo to be with MVP? I'm sort of torn on that. I'm kind of torn on that, man. I think that if we see Apollo Cruz, if we, if what we see of Apollo tonight is what we get, and more of that, and fleshed out stories with that, he doesn't need MVP. If they were going to continue him just being like. A relatively boring guy, uh, then yeah, I would say put him with MVP. Yes. Uh, is this true? Dang MQ says Orton in his opening promo said a, a banned word at WWE hospital, but it's okay since it's Randy Orton. I didn't know hospital was one of those words they weren't allowed to say. Oh, is it like medical facility? Because they say medical facility all the time. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Blake Whitehouse is Christian one of the most underrated wrestlers of the past twenty five years? Yeah, no, yeah, no. He's he is a legend. Vastly he be a Hall of Famer. Vastly overrated. Vastly. I actually loved. No, I don't get me wrong. I loved Christian when he was a long haired bad guy. For some reason, when he cut his hair, he, his personality went with it for me. All of a sudden, he just looked like normal dude. You'd see it like a kid's soccer game or like a soccer coach he looked like alabama's soccer coach anthony Mm. but when he i i I loved him with edge i thought he was good i thought he held his own um i thought he had all the makings for like a star and he is is a star he's a star don't get me wrong 
but I don't know. I just didn't really. Hall of Famer. Should be a Hall of Famer by now. Uh, Hugh Long Heavy and Kayfabe, what makes Big Show show up whenever he does and why can it only be Rawgate technology? I guess it explained his sudden shift from heel to face, face to heel, heel to face. Every time we see Big Show, it's a different it's a different universe's Big Show. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see here. Um, Dan Barber, thank God Lashley found MVP because he immediately made him a main event player and a highlight of Raw. How long do you think it'll be before he gets the title or if he'll even be the one to take it off Drew? Well, here's the thing. If they do, a, a, assuming Lashley exits this feud with Drew without the WWE title, I kind of feel like that bit between MVP and Apollo Crews, if not to set up an alliance between the two of them, was to set up a program between Crews and Lashley. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, MVP can go to Lashley and he's like, all right, we didn't get the WWE title. I can get you this one. This one I can get you. <laughs> I you can't know? get you the big one, but I can get you this one. That's a possibility. That's a distinct possibility. That'll be good. I like that. Uh, Fear and Loathing says, I remember being at the Capitol Bowl in Sacramento a few years and saw this dude bowl of 300. I realize now that the stranger was, in fact, Steve. You're trying to trick me. It wasn't It wasn't in Sacramento. It was in uh, Palmdale. Just outside Palmdale. Or Lancaster. I hung out a lot of places out there. What's that? What was the place called? What was the place called again? Oddly enough, it was called Twelve Pin. All right, thank you. Make sure you remember the. the you got to remember the place. I mean, something is 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 monumental and historic is bowling the three hundred. I think you remember every detail. You know, I you know, come on, man, it's me, it's me. Nonetheless, I mean, if I bowled the three hundred, I'd be like, I was at this time, uh, uh, this date, at this place, the lane number. Hmm. I mean, I've, I've, there's been so many monumental achievements in my life. They all just sort of blend together. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, Christopher Rapper saw it. Hi, Stephen Larson. Did you feel this episode of Raw feel like a ruthless aggression era? Our truth defender WWE championship in 2020. <laughs> I love doing my Christopher Rapper saw impression. Did this feel like a ruthless aggression era episode of Raw? With our truth defend, I don't know if he's trying to slam it, saying that hey, our truth is defending the WWE Championship. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I didn't really see that to be honest with you. No, I didn't really see it either. Uh, protector, CMR. Sorry, I think it protector from Project CMR. Wow. Uh, how long until DiJack joins Seth laying out Dominic? I, That'd be cool. Yeah, I don't know. What, what's what's Vince's reaction? Heyman brings up DiJack. Is DiJack going to be stuck in limbo again? He brings up DiJack, and then Vince takes one look at DiJack. What does Vince say? Hmm. Are you a security guard? Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're supposed to be on the other side of the barricade. <laughs> You're a real tall I've security seen the guard. Crowd before he's like. He's like, oh, you're a real tall security guard. You should be a wrestler one day, pal. <laughs> Joking with him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I am. I'm a wrestler. <laughs> uh, yeah, Omega I'm a wrestler. Advents. Yeah, I'm a wrestler. Oh, Mega Advent, you guys are tasked with creating a stable. You have to pick one person from the Shield, the Horseman, the NWO, and DX. Who do you pick? And are they a face or heel stable? Could anybody ever beat... Roman Flair and Triple H as a stable. Well, That's... you saw from the NWO too. Oh, 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 God! Uh, I mean, Hogan. Could anybody? Beat... That's a lot of. That's a. There's a lot of egos there, though, man. But nobody could... complimentary pieces. <laughs> Not no, no, man. If you have four Supermen, you don't need uh, Tully Blanchard. 
That's the you pick any other four, and my guys will destroy you. Well, if if it's from DX, I'd go with Shawn Michaels personally. That's fine. I'd I'd still we'd still okay. Then go on. Who from the NWO? I'd go Michaels, Nash. No chemistry issues there. You're not going with the Macho Man, really. Mm-mm. Okay, Nash, Michaels, uh, from the Horsemen. It's got to be Flair. Shawn Michaels really respects. I already Flair. have no. Flair. Oh, I can't pick Flair. <laughs> you can't pick who I picked. All right. Uh... You're gonna say Waffle House, aren't you? Oh, I know who you should no. pick. Sid. Yes. <laughs> so you get HPK plus two of his former bodyguards. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's right. And then from the shield, uh, you picked Roman, right? Yeah. We got to go with Seth then. Okay. All right. It's pretty good. That's Look, pretty that's good. a pretty good squad. They ain't beating really my is. guys, though. No chemistry issues. That's the thing. They're going to be cohesive. Two of my, like what are you talking circle. about? Two of my guys are evolution. Uh... Roman yeah, gets you get Hogan in there though. Roman get gets Hogan along with everybody. Yeah, Hogan gets along with nobody though. Just uh, having Hogan in there is going to cause the whole thing to implode. No man, as look, brother, as long as he gets to win everything, Flair never had any problem. Here's the thing. Listen to this. As long as Hogan gets the spoils, then they're fine. Triple H. Well, here's the thing. Triple H never. Hold on. Triple H never had a problem doing a job. Flair never had a problem doing a job. Oh, I'm about Triple H never had a problem doing a job. I can think of a few. What's his WrestleMania record? I know, but what, what, I remember reading something where someone would come in and hand him a script, and he, his only question was, "Am I going over?" <laughs> and if they said yes, then he didn't care to read anything else. All right. <laughs> Don't tell me that Triple H doesn't care about doing a job. He'd get All out right? of the way of Hogan, just based simply on his mania record. He'd get out of the way of Hogan. I don't know, man. <laughs> he was a shark, man. He tried to convince Vince to take The Rock out of the main event of WrestleMania 15. Okay, so it would be Triple H circa 2009 then. Because then he was trying to put Sheamus over. He put Sheamus over. He put anybody over. Not CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not Punk. Uh, Hands be wonderful. Is it hard to bowl a 300 to hit a hole in one? I well, mean, I've never hit a hole in one, so it's it's harder to do that. I would. Well, you've actually never. Have you ever actually been golfing? Does mini golf count? No. Yes, I have. So here's the thing. I feel like for a hole in one, you got to be perfect once. Mm. One mm. perfect shot. Mm-hmm. The bullet three hundred. You got to be perfect uh, twelve times, twelve straight strikes. Yeah, but okay, that's a great point. That's a great point. But, like, if you can bowl as good as me, that's easy. That's, like, really simple. All right. Well, let's go bowling. I'll, I'll find this out. Uh, we've been bowling together. Look, just because I didn't roll a 300 in front of you, just because I'm past my prime, I don't oh, have I great seen. hips anymore. No, oh, that's what it is. And now, you need huh? good hips to roll a 300. My hips were prime in 2005, was it? Yeah, 2005, I think. Or was it 2002? I don't know. I always get those years mixed up. Because, like, the five is, like, an upside-down two kind of and then flipped or something. All right, just carry on. Sleazy Mo, thanks to modern technology, we've been able to watch the inner thoughts of Manny Rose and Ivar on our television screens. Which wrestler's thoughts do you want to watch next? Whose thoughts do you not want to see? I want to see the inner thoughts of Karrion Cross. 
Whose thoughts do you right. want to see? Do I want to see? What? Uh, what percentage of time do you think Dijakovic? Oh, I wanted to hear the rest of that. You got out. What's that? Dijakovic what? No, that's all I said. What percentage of time do you think Dijakovic thinks about Arby's? Uh, in our universe, in our kayfabe, it's like yeah. 96, probably. I'll say that then. Okay, yeah. That's that's too much Arby's. Uh, Nemo, do you think when Ray returns next week, he'll be sporting Loki's style of mask with his eye covered? That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be, that'd be, uh, no, I don't though. Well, I don't know. It sort of depends on what he's going to do. If he's going to drop a 619, I don't think he wants to mess with his depth perception. Yeah, who knows? Uh, Gareth Nicholas, let's see. A cocky Apollo Crews feud with MVP, but slow burn it until Apollo's reign is too precious and needs MVP's help. Yeah, if Apollo's, you know, uh, uh, been defending the title every week pretty beat up and, and Apollo's in a, a position where, he is potentially a point of desperation. That could be interesting. Yeah, that could be. As fun. we saw tonight, you know, he he thought he needed to do that to use ropes to get the win over Shelton Benjamin. Um, so let's see. Uh, let's see if if that trend continues. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, someone asks you to to pitch them WWE during this pandemic, as they're wanting to check out other sports live events with most leagues still not returning yet. What do you say to get them interested in a version of WWE that doesn't seem to be as exciting as the product once was? I would just say check out NXT. Check mm-hmm. out NXT. They watch AEW. They don't. Yeah, they they stray away from. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'm trying to think if if I was. So like, what you want to do is is choose something that doesn't have something. That you're watching it in your li- like whenever I'm watching my wrestling and Lacey comes in. I don't want to be embarrassed by what I'm watching. Cause she's like, what mm-hmm. are they doing? Mm-hmm. NXT, I think is the only thing that's on where I'm not, where I never have to answer that question. Like, yeah, we'd feel embarrassed by just by yeah. watching it. Like if I were, if I was watching the stadium stampede match as much as I loved it, I'd get too many questions and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's a thing they're doing. Uh, Andrew Berg, like we saw tonight when Randy is into what he's doing, he's one of the best in the business. Who else can you guys think of that have that motivation problem? Uh, when Seth is not into it, he can not, he could be not interesting. I don't say necessarily gets bored. It's just when he's not doing something he likes doing. Kevin Nash, when he's motivated, um, he's fun on the mic. And he could put for a serv- serviceable uh, matches. If he's checked out, he is checked out. Isn't it crazy just how checked out he was in WCW once they fired? Because apparently that was the sort of the moment that, you know, he said, because like he would, him and Hall would both participate in like meetings, creative meetings and pitch ideas and be like, hey, it'd be cool if we did this. As soon as Bischoff fired X-Pac, they ch- completely checked out. Um that's so interesting to me that like just the presence of Vince and the way Vince ran things though they, he would get people to bend over backwards for him. I mean, he still does, but Mm -hmm. WCW, because there was never that threat of, Hey, 
I mean, those contracts evidently were just so ridiculous. It's like there was no culpability. There was no accountability. It's like, hey, these giant paychecks are going to stop coming your way if you don't start know. you know, acting know. proper, professional. Uh, Patrick Oliva asks, when are we getting the review of Last Ride Chapter 4 Wednesday morning? Wednesday morning. Uh, James Rodriguez, do you think at any point Christian was cleared for action? So he had to have been cleared at a certain level because yeah, there, are various, months, there are various there are various levels of clearance. Like, for example, uh, pregnant women are not allowed to even be near the ring, I think, or something like that, or maybe present when a match is happening. Yeah, um, yeah I think that's what it is. So he had to have been cleared for something. He was cleared to get in the ring. Obviously not clear to take bumps. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh dog. What is your favorite finisher name? Uh, he says his is Moose's no jackhammer needed spear from impact. That's a good name. Moose is great. <laughs> I, I love Moose. I really do. I just yeah. absolutely adore Moose. Um, Gregory Faea, how big was your well when the Big Show theme hit? It was pretty big. I I did yeah. it audibly. It happened. I went well. The uh, prospect to. status says, uh, "How long will uh, Undisputed Era be in NXT?" For a while, I think. For the time being, until yep. uh, until oh, they have hold on, back. hold on. There's a member of the Four Horsemen you include in, in your faction. Uh, hold on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Come on. Oh, are you talking about Mongo? Yes. Oh, I don't, don't get me wrong. I love Mongo, but I'm not looking for comedy relief at this in this faction. I want power. Ultimate power. Well, the way you're talking about Mongo of late makes me feel like uh, you'd think you'd serve that role. And Nikhil, what is Shayna Baszler doing nowadays? Who? Don't know. Wait, don't who know. did he say? Shayna. Who? I don't know who that is. I thought you said we didn't go. You don't go back to the old gimmicks. Talking about, you know, who stole Big Red. You do the same thing uh, with Shayna now that you're doing with Ty Dillinger. I appreciate it if you wouldn't talk about my actual shoot memory problems as if it's a gimmick, man. That's insensitive. All right, one more question. One more question. I don't have any more. Oh, okay. Fear and loathing. You guys refuse to ride the towns together. Pick what wrestlers will be in your cars. Oh, man. Who are you riding with? That's a shoot. Uh, who am I riding with? Mongo. Mongo, for sure. Oh, my. Are you kidding me? A, he's probably rich from the NFL, so he'd pay for all the food. Uh, B, he's probably hilarious. Uh, in the back seat. Um, it'd probably be Scott Hall in one of the back seats because then whenever I'd say, uh, can I get over? And he'd say, <laughs> he'd say, I don't know. It depends on who you're fighting. <laughs> and then, uh, who else is there? Oh, uh, Scarlett Bordeaux. She probably has good stories. You go now. All right. Uh, Here's the thing about Scarlett is that the other two guys won't fart in the car. <laughs> you got to think about that stuff. I guess so. Uh, you went Mongo, so I guess I'll go Sid. 
Can you imagine a car ride with him? Oh, man. Uh, Sid, uh, Biggie. Okay. And uh, who's going to be your fart protection? Or do you care about that? Biggie. You're probably talking to has. somebody who uh, was driving on a road trip. You were in the car. Yeah. And the person riding in the seat next to me was unleashing the stinkiest gas I have maybe ever smelled. And I locked the windows. So we all just had to sit in it. You're, Do you remember that? You're a disgusting human being. It was hilarious. That's, just, that's not funny at all. So uh, uh, I don't mind the sitting in someone else's beef, but I think it's funny. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's that's absolutely <laughs> horrendous. That's horrendous. And it was like four in the morning. I was doing it to try to keep myself awake. That's awful. I mean, it's probably effective, but it's awful. Yeah, I mean, what's what's the alternative? I crash. <laughs> yeah. So who's the other guy? Oh, um, hmm. All right, I'm gonna say uh, MC Seminole Runner says Cesaro. He seems like a mellow dude. Oh, it should be Adam Cole. That's what I should. That's honestly, you don't really want like big men in there. You want like little tiny people, like Adam Cole, Dean Malenko. He's not tiny, but he's short. He's like no average size. Yeah, Adam uh, Cole's like my size. Yeah, he's like your size. Yeah, you're not small, but you're like uh-huh. normal size. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, no, like huge dudes. Yeah, uh, totally. You don't want Adam, to sit in there who's like six eight. Adam Cole's hilarious too. Super nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It like yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'd be the up, up, down, down crew like without Cesaro because yeah, Cesaro's too big. So it'd be Tyler Breeze, Adam Cole, Xavier Woods. That seems like a blast. That'd be good. That That'd seems be like good. A blast. That would be good. That'd or you be could good. be in there. You could try to like. What if you had like? No, I like. I like that. That's good. That's good. All right. Anyways, is that it for the show? Sure. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow with News Brief. Probably talking about more of this COVID stuff. Uh, Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.